Oh, well, here we are. 50 episodes. Again. Unpacking equipment. Again. Hmm. It does seem like we've been here before. Did you send the presents to the news offices? <laughs> Do you think they really deserve it? They take most weeks off and we have to cover for them with some shitty yay or nay bollocks. I think McPinch might have something to say about that. Well, it was nice of Patrick to show up. Patrick? Yeah. Who? What? What? So why are we unpacking again? What's, uh, what's in these boxes exactly? Our awards? Awards? So, Simon, I, I told you we didn't win. Oh, I know. I bought these. For us? Yep. Hey, when did we get this boombox? Boombox? Yeah, it's in the corner here, with a sticker on it that says congratulations. Ooh, open it, open it. There's a tape in here. Close it, close it. And... Play it, play it. There we are. to survive at any cost. This is PlayStation Radio UK. is 97.1 FM Play Station Radio UK. It's Monday the 19th of August 2013 at 5 o'clock in the evening. I'm Ben. Simon is here. Hello, Benjamin. All right, boyo, what the fuck happened? Well, we had the 50th episode coming out, and then we thought, you know what, it would be funny if we never did it again. <laughs> or if we just didn't do the episode 50. Yeah, so we just failed... Um, we failed. It was just before I was going on holiday. We had all our plans set in place to have it ready to everything come out. Everything was just, in motion. It, everything was in motion. Then we had all sorts of dropouts that we'll discuss in a minute. Yeah. Um, that, that caused issues. But, you know, and eventually it came to the point where we knew we weren't going to be able to do everything we wanted to. But it was this huge thing that was overshadowing us and it was quite intimidating. We just kept putting it off and putting it off and putting it off. Yeah, and but then I got a sore throat and it's finally getting a bit better. I can oh, talk. Bless you. Oh. But finally we decided that actually we quite like podcasting and if we have to get this piece of shit out of the way first... Speak for yourself, so your mother. Be it. <laughs> just call me your mother. Yeah. <laughs> I've, been, mother. I've been watching Alan Partridge. And I love just, Alan Partridge. Smell my cheese, you mother. I just love it. Do you like my thong? It's made of, of vulcanised rubber, which means it won't... I perish. don't get that. The whole of season one, he keeps flashing to him and his thong. It's so weird, isn't it? It doesn't make sense to me. Is, is there it. any... No, I don't think so. I don't think there's a great deal of context. Okay. 
He's always thrusting though at someone, a senior member of the BBC though, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. They could give him a TV show. Renew my show, you mother! Smell my cheese! <laughs> I need to go and see the new film. Oh yeah, that's why I started watching it on Netflix, because I know Is Alan Partridge is this big thing. Yeah, they've added Alan Partridge to Netflix. Oh, nice. Probably because of this film. Yeah, probably. Um, and so that's why I, that's why I was watching. Oh, that's good stuff. I think I might watch it again then. So what are I'm the plans that we that failed? Okay, well, firstly, the initial plan was to have a a sketch throughout the show that I say sketch. It was more of a sort of a, a script, but it was comedic. That had not only our good friend Leon O'Kendon, Norman Jaden, involved, but also Troy Baker as Joel from The Last of Us. And I wrote it all up, uh, four short scripts that took place over spring, summer, uh, autumn, winter. And the idea was that instead of Ellie, it was Norman Jaden, and he was shit. And he, he has this horrible drug addiction, obviously, and he was driving Joel up the wall, and then it culminated in basically... Um, actually, no, this is potential spoilers for the for the game, actually. I don't know if I should discuss. But anyway, basically, Joel is really happy to get rid of Norman at the first opportunity. And I liked it. Um, Simon liked it. Showed it to Leon. He liked it. He recorded his lines very nicely. Um, initially, Troy Baker said yes, he would do it. And after weeks of repeatedly trying to get in t contact with him to you know, get him to give us a time where he could record with us, he said that actually he didn't want to do it because he didn't want to mess about with Joel's character too much. Mm -hmm. um, he said he liked the script, but he said he didn't want to mess about with Joel's character too much. Now, in my opinion, the thing he recorded for us before the promo where he was pretend, uh, pretending to be in love with the podcast, I thought that was a little bit more out there than anything I'd written down in the in the sketch. But fair enough, he's a busy man. And so that fell through, unfortunately, which sucks. And uh, we've got something even better than that, though, haven't we? <laughs> what, the... <laughs> with well, what, uh, Shuhei Yoshida? Well, no, I mean, we, we still have plans for this episode. It's not like oh, we're just going to give up and just explain why it's not good and then just forget it. <laughs> and then just, <laughs> uh, yeah, just a long fart for an hour. Yeah. Uh, no, there's, yeah, the, I think you'll find the thing that we replaced it with is... Woo, just dynamite. Ooh, dynamite. Ooh, oh, yeah, the other thing, you mentioned it. I tried to get Shuhei Yoshida on the show, and I sent a, him... That's a good number of words there, Shuhei Yoshida on the show. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's like a tongue twister. So I tried to get him on the show. Um, mm -hmm. I sent him a lovely email, which he didn't respond to. And uh, let me just read it out to you. Try and Please find read it. the email. I said to him... Oh, hang on. I said, Hi, Shuhei. I'm part of the PlayStation Radio UK podcast, formerly PlayStation Chat. Sounds about right. In our time, we have interviewed a plethora of developers and big-name voice actors such as David Hayter, Troy Baker, Nolan North, and more. We have done that. Basically, I'm messaging you because we are quickly approaching our 50th episode, and yep. we would love to dress you up like a chimp, what? dungarees and all. Okay. We could go to the park and feed the ducks and everything. Naturally. It would be yeah. adorable. Alternatively, we would love to talk to you on Skype at some point. Warmest regards. Like PlayStation Radio UK. Email, right? Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't reply to that? Um, but I think that somewhere along the lines, a part of that email offended him, insulted him, or maybe something got lost in, in translation. But to be honest, I think the chimp comment was bang on. I mean, who wouldn't want to dress up, Yushay? 
Yushe? Shuhei Yoshida. That's his nickname, Yushe. In, uh, in Dungarees and take him to the park. Yeah, just and just the watch dogs. him climb a tree. Uh, yeah, that too. That could be something else that you do yep. on your trip to the park. He didn't respond though, did he? No. No, he wasn't interested, unfortunately. We also tried to work on getting uh, Richard McGonagall, uh, Victor Sullivan from Uncharted, back on the show, but he didn't want to do that. <laughs> um, we had all sorts of plans, but they fell through one after the other, and it was a huge pain in the ass. And like I said, I was on holiday, and then we came back, and we started trying to do some more video stuff. Yep. Which you should go and look at our YouTube channel because there is a lot more stuff there now. Um, we, st- we started a few more series as well, so go and check those out. But yeah, we're finally doing it, and hopefully normal podcasting will resume in the very near future. Yes. <clears throat> Sorry. You okay? I still got a sore throat. How have you been, by the way, over the oh, past month? Um, Good. Yeah, that's it. I passed my shorthand, 100%. Winner. That's a journalism thing, right? Yeah, I'm going to... Hashtag journalism degree. Hashtag journalism. Uh, I'm also going to Gamescom in a couple of days. Winner. Uh, what about you? What about me? I went on holiday to France. Now, we all know everybody likes to hear about people's holiday stories. So, Simon, yes. I've, I've narrowed down my amazingly event-filled holiday to four things, and we're going to play a game. Okay, I like uh, games. It's called, well, that sounds wank. And basically, I say what I did. And I say, well, that sounds wank. If you don't want to hear about it. Okay. Okay, you ready? Yep. And you can't say, well, that sounds wank for more than two things. There's oh. a rule. There's a rule. So you have to talk about your holiday. I have I to talk about my holiday at least talking. a little bit. See, I wondered why he'd given me the power to make you shut up. Um, something oh. I've often hoped for. <laughs> Ouch. Anyway, let's play the game. My soul. I went to Futuroscope. To be honest, that does sound like something I'd like to hear about. Now, unbelievably, it is possible to lose this game because that was wank, so you suck. Well, no, I mean, it's called Futuroscope. 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 So how can that not be good? Did they have, like... It's, to be honest, it has a bit of an identity crisis. It's like France's theme park, I suppose. They have lots of water parks because it's very hot. Well, surely their theme park is um, Disneyland Paris. Well, you know, not everyone can afford to go to Disneyland Paris. <laughs> well, so, Futuroscope so, so. <laughs> <laughs> is a car park with an arcade <laughs> in it. Although, the best thing that happened when we went to Alton Towers together happened in the car park. Yeah, it did. And it wasn't Dogging. a blow job. <laughs> or dogging. No, it was oh, that, that it, kid. it was that fat kid dancing. It was the best thing about that whole trip. <laughs> I totally forgot about that. In fact, you know what? I'm gonna put that video on YouTube on our on our PSR UK account so that people can understand what we're talking Please about. Do. Basically yeah. there was this this small fat kid waiting by his parents' car, right? And he must have been <laughs> about fourteen and he just had his arms out like like a helicopter and he was just spinning around. Like, from one side of the car park to the other, it was one of the greatest things I've ever seen. Yes. We oh, can't do man. it justice until you see it, so so get on our YouTube account. Yeah, really, do that. Um, Futuroscope is, yeah, France's sort of flagship future park, I suppose. They, they advertise it with, like, robots and cool exhibits and shit like that. Yeah. But really, I went a few years ago, and it was really good. They have lots <clears> of... <throat> back then, it was quite 
groundbreaking, but they had lots of 4D cinema rides and um, other cool stuff like that. But now, as they've tried to update, they've it's sort of gone through an identity crisis. And it's not really sure what it wants to be anymore. They've got these huge, beautifully architectured buildings that look like stalactites and things like that. And they're amazing, like crystal formations. And you go in there, and it's just—it's a cinema, right? It's just—it's just a cinema screen. So in the way, in the future, we're all gonna live in formations found in caves that are millions of years old. You—you you got it in one. Yeah, that sounds That's like the exactly future. Exactly what it is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but you go in there, and literally, they had a film about um, surfing. Oh, that's that's good. That's nice, isn't it? And it was dubbed in French from English, which is nice. Um, and they had another one that was about seabirds. Ooh. It just, they don't know what they're doing anymore. Like, it just, it's a cool place to go, but it's, I think I'm done with Futuroscope now. Every time I go back there, it gets worse because they don't really know what to do with it. They've got lots of cool buildings and lots of open space, but they have nothing exciting to do there anymore, which is a shame. Cool buildings, open space... It sounds like North Korea, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, we all want, we all secretly want to visit North Korea. We do. Uh, next one, kayaking. What wank? What was what was the thing? Well, that sounds wank. What, well, that sounds wank. Velo rail. Talk. Talk. Velo rail is an an old disused piece of railway and what they've done is they've they've made these sort of carts that look like the things you know in the in the ye olde days where they used to stand on one side and pump they it up pump, and down pump 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 but instead of the pump 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 it's got two sets of bicycle pedals on it and you cycle along the railway on this cart why i don't know it wasn't fun and it rained very heavily. So basically it was you just cycling through the rain. Essentially, it was but a you... really unexciting shit version of that section in um, Metro Last Light when you've got that little cart that goes along the rails. It's a bike that you can't turn. No. Yeah, it sounds shit. It does. Do you want to take back your Well That Sounds Wank and just apply it retroactively? Uh, no, because I can only apply it to two, and I've already heard about this. So okay, well, I can't unhear I'm telling you right now, the last one you're going to want to listen to because it fascinates you, this okay. sort of thing. I went to a village called Urdur sur Glen, which is, I'm not even going to let you tell me it's wank, uh, which is, if I can find it, because I accidentally closed the tab, there it is. Um, <laughs> doo -doo 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 -doo, there was ooh, doo -doo -doo -doo, a Nazi attack upon this village on the 10th of June 1944. Oh, is this the one where they killed everyone in, in, the, in the village? Yes. Yep, yeah, the, I've, heard of that. They, I've heard of that village. They killed a total of 642 men, women and children and destroyed the entire village without giving any reason for their action to the inhabitants. Uh, and to this day, there is no universally accepted explanation for the massacre. So they've preserved the entire village, right? Obviously, all the yeah. bodies are gone, naturally. Um, but you, you pay your money and you can go in and walk around this village. And it's really eerie because it's the... It's basically just skeletons of buildings, and you can see where the fires were and stuff. And they, yeah, they herded up all the men and they shut them in um, barns and set fire to them and things like that. And you can go in the old church that has all the scorch marks on the wall. And there's the story of like this this one kid who managed to escape out the window and things like that. It's just it's it's insane. And they've got all the they've got all the signs up on the walls, 
of what these buildings used to be and there were lots of small businesses and things like that and you can see all the sort of twisted metal of what used to be a cooker or, or like a a bed frame and things like that and it, and cars and, and and things it's just it was really like it was just eerie it was a bit creepy really it was um, like um it was like paisley's high street yeah that was a that was a joke that people in Scotland will get. Okay, <laughs> I trust they did. <laughs> and there was this huge memorial, and yeah, it's it's super sad, obviously, a long time yeah, ago. But yeah. it was just man, it was. So it welcome was to our fiftieth episode. We're going to talk more about massacres after this and short message. <laughs> Let's move on to the next section. That was my holiday. I, I had a nice time, but I'm um, glad to be back. Played a lot of Vita games that not many other people I know for a fact that listen to the show will have played. Persona because, 4. Because they're Vita games, full stop. Oh, yeah. So I'll talk about those when we do the next episode, when we Absolutely. talk about games. Not going to talk about games this week because, uh, you know, who's here for those? We're self-indulgent <laughs> pricks. That's it. Let's move on to... Oh, no, wait, actually. Simon, we have a present here from a listener. Do we? Yeah. Would you, um... I'm going to open this one. We've got a couple of presents. You can open the next one, all right? Okay. Yeah, just... There it is. Right. I'm just just opening it. Oh, Simon. Looks it's like a, a yeah. It's a cassette tape. Why would anyone use cassette tape still? Who who knows? Good thing we have a cassette tape player. Stick it in. Here we go. I mean, <clears throat> welcome to PSR Q&A. These questions sent in by you, the listeners. Remember, you can also do this at fishandchips at playstationradio.co.uk, Twitter at PSRadioUK, or our Facebook page where you just search for us. Uh, we've got quite a few questions here, Simon. Yes, we're dead. our 50th show. Yes. They've been hanging around for over a month, so sorry They've about that, They've gone moldy. They're, they're, they're flies. <laughs> they're flies. Now, for the first time ever, we went through these questions before the show and wrote down our answers to them. Yes, so Never that we're not that that we're not just going to think on the fly and have answers that we, we kind of regret having. I don't like thinking. No. Well, certainly not. First up, Simon. Yep. It's, it's Martin Freeman, our good friend. He He's... says, Have you ever missed a game mechanic in a game which, if found, would be very useful, i.e. the flamethrower in The Last of Us? So, the first time I played Demon Souls, I didn't use magic once. I didn't um, know how to roll. <laughs> you would not complete the game. No, but the first time I played Demon Souls, I didn't use magic. And that's a whole kind of, like, skill set that, yeah, some people don't ever use, but it helps a lot. I also, um, there was a part in MGS1 where you had to, you were, like, walking over lava, and you had to push up against the wall and sidestep along. Right. And I gave up on the game for months because I didn't know that you could... You could like go onto the wall and sidestep like that. <laughs> Back in the days where you would just give up for months when you got stuck. Yeah. Well, I still do I that. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> but it's usually when you're reviewing a game. Yes. Uh, I'd be inclined to agree with the Demon Souls one there because the first time I played it through, 
I just used weapons, and it was one of the most frustrating yeah. things I've ever had to struggle I mean, through. Most games now, they they kind of they force you to learn each mechanic before you can get further on. Yeah. But Demon Souls is, and Dark Souls isn't really like that. And Portal as well. I played Portal and I got like halfway through and then I realised, wait, I can walk through these little colourful ovals. No. Swear to God, I got halfway through Portal 1 and I'd just been running and jumping while climbing. I had a grapple hook. What? <laughs> I'd... <laughs> What's the next question? So confused. Hang on, I got to answer first, you knob. Oh. I only discovered this the other day because I couldn't really think of one, but I was playing Crash Team Racing, uh, which is the best kart racer ever made. Did you find the accelerator? <laughs> I found that that you could boost while you drifted. Oh, like every kart racer ever. I never knew that. <laughs> I, but the thing is, I always beat everyone I race every time. Like even even people, you know, people of oh, bloody hell, even those of my friends who say, ah, oh, you can never beat me. I used to play this all the time when I was little. You know, we, we're masters in my family. And I, I've always outraced other people just using drift. And I only learned the other day that you could boost and drift, and it's blown my mind. And you can you can beat people Well, now. no, I'm infinitely I mean, worse than I, mean, I used can... to be. Because oh, right, okay. I've, I've had to develop this style of racing where I don't boost while I drift. Um, huh. And it was working for me. But now, you know, my, my world's upside down. I don't yep. know what to think anymore. Do you want to read the next question? Yeah, would you consider having a gaming weekend with some listener listeners? I know how to make shawarma. See, Simon, I think you got it right the first time, which is partly my concern for this, in that there is a listener, and I don't think anyone else would show up. <laughs> well, I mean, we go to Eurogamer, and if anyone else is going there, you know, drop us a tweet and we'll come and meet you. Wasn't John Walton meant to be there last year? Yeah, but we never got any contact. I saw him. John, are you there again this year? We will be. We'll be there. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's my concern. I like shawarma, but I, I don't think many people would show up and it would be uh, embarrassing for everyone. So. Yeah, so it's better if we show up at the expo where there's hundreds of people anyway and we can pretend that they're there for us. They are there I for d- us. You know, we just walk around with our arms held up like the Messiah and people just, just drift past us. I always have to fight to stop you from hugging everyone. Yeah. In fact, oh, what I do is... for coming. If, if there's a fan there, and there's not, but if there was going to be one there... I'd shake hands with random people and go, oh, yeah, 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 and pretend that they're saying hi to me. Um, it's just what I'd do. It is what I can confirm this. <laughs> I can confirm this. Um, next question, where are we? With these new consoles coming out, which do you think will be the most reliable, i.e. Red Ring of Death and Yellow Light of Death issues? I've known many people who have had at least two Xboxes do this, like myself, before heading to PS3. Uh, personally, obviously the last generation was a was a disaster really for for both the major companies. Yeah. Um, but you don't really hear about it so much now with the new iterations like the Slim and the uh, whatever the new the smaller Xboxes. I'm not really sure what it is. Um, <clears throat> and I think would people would have to be crazy to think that Microsoft and Sony haven't vigorously tested these new consoles to make sure they don't overheat because they they can't go through that again. Yeah, we'd like to think that they've they've learned. Um, in fact, Xbox One have said that they. Their Xbox knows when it's overheating, and it'll tell you. Really? So that's good. That's clever. It's got um, a power break. Not sure of um, not sure if PS4 has that. Isn't but, it slanty to help with ventilation? I don't know if that's a that's an urban legend, though. Yeah, that sounds like a load of crap, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, but I like how it slants. The thing is, though, the PS4 is tiny. It's got a built-in power uh, supply. 
The Xbox is the size of a house and it's got an external power supply. Yeah, so that thing's got to be overheating like a motherfucker. What thing? The, the Xbox. Well, no, I mean, I think the opposite. Really? Because they couldn't get a, a power brick in there, right? Because there was like... Was yeah, but shit surely that means that it's probably going to be cooler. Well, I would have it's impossible that to know. There's so but... much stuff in there that it'd be like more likely to. Well, I mean, there's get the same amount hot, of stuff in there, isn't there? Which is why they this. It's probably just. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how they make them, but I know that. I think I... it's just it's a lot a lot of hamsters in there. It's probably it's just a lot of hamsters, yeah. And they die from the heat, and that's that's what it is. You... <laughs> Looks like your hamsters gone, mate. Need a need a new one of those. That'll cost you sixty quid. Stick it in a table. <laughs> Wrap your hamsters in a towel and let it just. I don't know. That trick never worked for me. Isn't that because you didn't have an Xbox? Partly. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I borrowed a, a friend's Xbox that had died. I say borrowed, like, oh, here, can I borrow your dead Xbox? Yeah, sure, you know, make sure you give it back, because I need it, because it's broken. And you just wrapped it in a towel? I wrapped it in a towel, I tried it, it didn't work. Because it, it wouldn't even turn on, that was the issue, I think. It wasn't even Red Ring of Death, it was just <sighs> dead. How much longer do you think Xbox Live... Xbox's live service can hold up against PS Plus. Um, well, they've just started to do games. Yeah. You know, one uh, that that are worth seven quid. And while people laugh at that, they're doing something, and we can't possibly know in what way they might step that up come the Xbox One. Okay, here's what I think. Here's what I think. A uh, Xbox Live will always hold up to PS Plus. Because if people haven't learned in the last two years that it's overpriced and you don't get your value and that PS Plus is better, then they're never going to learn. And you say they've only just started doing games, but they said they're going to do games until November. Really? Yeah, they said until November. Well, maybe games. that's the release date, or that was the initial release. Hasn't it been delayed, the Xbox One? Um, I'm not sure, but what I do know is that I don't think it's a long-term strategy. I think it was a short-term, please like us, we're giving you games. Well, maybe because it was going up to November, which was the sort of rumoured launch date for it anyway, that was then where their plans would perhaps fully come into effect if they had something planned. We'll see. I don't know. I don't want to, obviously, I don't want to see them fail, but at the moment, it's PS Plus for me. I'm happy to pay for my ridiculous <laughs> amount of free games, and if my online service gets better because of that, and you know, I don't mind paying for that as well. Yeah. doesn't make any difference to me. No. no difference to me at all. Um, boo, boo, boo. Thanks again, guys. Martin Freeman? Question mark. Thanks, Martin. Hi, guys. This is Sam Spence. Sam Spence. Sam Spence. Congrats on episode 50. Thanks. Not sure if I emailed in time for it. Oh, trust me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you just missed it. In fact, here's a good question coming from me. Come on. Simon Come on, Thornton's thanks. written in. Okay. Hi, Simon. What have you got to say? You're on the line. Um... So, it took you how many months to do episode 50? One. All because of a Last of Us sketch that didn't happen. I One wonder month. how much of the Last of Us Naughty Dog could have made in that amount of time. <laughs> a multiplayer map. Yeah, probably. <laughs> he says, uh, congrats on episode 50, this is Sam Spence. <laughs> Not sure if I emailed in time for it. I have a few questions for you both. What PS3 game should become a Vita game? Uh, besides all of them, uh, I would like a Western RPG such as Skyrim, a Fallout, a Bethesda Fallout. RPG, basically, I'd like on the Vita. Yeah. Something that, that, you know, you can put a lot of time into, and it's and it's a Western RPG. There's lots of Jurpkas, and there are only a few that are actually any good. Yeah. 
Well, my list is similar because I've, I've looked at open world games and RPGs. So I've got any GTA game. They sold the PSPs yeah. in, in, in Europe and America. Um, Skyrim would be fantastic. It's not going to happen because Bethesda don't seem to like Sony that much. <laughs> um, Demon Souls. Sony still oh, own the man. franchise to that. And if I was Sony, I'd say, okay, Demon's Souls sells, but there's a Dark Souls 2 coming. So we can't step on their toes because people know that Dark Souls was made by the people that made Demon's Souls. Yeah. But they could use that, that IP, the name Demon's Souls, and make a Demon's Souls for Vita. See, my concern is, and this almost happened to me with um, sound shapes, with that stupid trophy is that the Vita is not only a controller, but obviously also the entire console is in oh, the controller. Oh, so you think frustrated you're going to smash I it. think I would break my Vita. Well, if that happened, that's good for Sony, because you have to go out and buy another one. <laughs> Maybe. Um, we'll and then I also said Infamous or Nino Kuni. Again, open world games, something that you can yep. sink some time into. Yep, yep. Uh, and I'm Nino amazed Kuni, we seen an Infamous Nino Kuni would sell in Japan. Sell Vitas. Monster Hunter would sell in Japan. Jesus yeah, Christ, I mean, they need to hurry up and make one of those. I don't know, I think maybe Nintendo gave him a lump sum. I'll give don't Nintendo make... a lump. <laughs> okay. Um, what's the next question, Ben? Uh, the next question, Simon, is should games use... Hang on, should more games use controversial issues or themes? I think if they use them right, then yes. But if they're using them just to garner attention, then no. I agree, and this is what I've written word for word. To an extent, the only way the industry will truly mature and break down barriers is by breaking conventional rules, but we shouldn't go looking for a rape simulator. I sometimes do go looking for a rape simulator. There are certain websites that you can do that. Yeah, it's I think the Japanese like that a lot. Yeah, that's kind of their thing, isn't it? So maybe that would sell Vitas in Japan. Rape Simulator. Rape Simulator 2013. And when it opens at the main menu and you click on it, there'd be like a little Japanese going, bling, and then it would go, Rape Simulator. Oh uh, yeah, like every arcade yeah. game ever. It's basically just virtual Rape Tennis. Rape Simulator 2013, in a weird American accent, like all of them do. Yeah, no, that would virtual sell in Japan. Virtual Tennis 4. You could have like tentacles on DLC. Rape Simulator 5. I don't know. I was going to say I'd play that, but I wouldn't. In, no, but... Under any circumstance. <laughs> if it was for Vita, maybe. If it had easy trophies, you'd play the shit out of it. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I would. I would play it. Next question. Have you seen the Bed for Greatness promo? Do Thoughts on this? And see? about the guy who is accused of hacking trophies so he could win illegally. Dick Wanker. He's not accused. Um, he did. That's true. Because I've that. looked at his PSN tro uh, trophies, and he's got so many of them on the same day. I think he was like he was he had an incredibly small amount of trophies, and then in one day he got all of them. Tell us, tell us what this story is all about, Simon, because this was over a month ago now. Yeah, so Bed for Greatness was a, a US initiative by Sony, which was there was an there was an advert called Bed uh, called Greatness something. Greatness awaits, was it? Yeah, something like that. It must have been a good fucking marketing campaign if I can't remember the slogan. <laughs> anyway, so they, they dressed up a lot of people, kind of like the Michael advert. They had all these costumes that were live-action Sony mascots. And so they had like a hell a Hellgast soldier. Um, they had the clickers, all that kind of stuff. And they were selling the props that they used to film the advert, but they weren't using money. They had like a bidding 
th- uh, website, you could go on and bid with your trophies. Mm-hmm. So the person who played PlayStation the most would get the reward. Uh, then they they'd use their trophies to buy them, but they wouldn't lose the trophies. They'd stay attached to their account. Yeah, but they'd only be able to spend them, or at least in the context of that website for you that. You could get one thing. Bid. Yeah, yeah, you could. Yeah, you can only bid once, really. And it was a cool idea. I hope they do that kind of thing in future. Now, my problem with this, obviously, this guy cheated the system because he hacked most of his trophies. Yeah, but because we discussed this because we did actually record this episode before but it was before I went away and we decided that I actually would rather do it again up, up to date um, but yeah my problem was that it's only for the the trophy elite now I know that obviously someone with three trophies three bronze trophies from Call of Duty shouldn't really be entitled to bid well they could bid but they shouldn't really be entitled to you know actually win one of these things because they haven't put in the effort all the time but the thing is anyone over a certain level it's just it's just a rich men's play club you know no one else stands a chance simon you play a lot of games right you you turn your playstation at least once a day i still don't mind that though and you have no chance i don't mind that though because someone has played my playstation more than me and surely they deserve it don't you think there should be different tiers perhaps for not for this thing. Certain levels. Not for this particular promo that happened. But if they ever use the same kind of initiative in the future for less, you know, valuable items, then sure, mm-hmm. there should be things so that everyone can get. What if it was just smaller items, like the uh, Kenway's dagger or whatever it is from Assassin's mm-hmm. Creed, as compared to the entire costume? Um. I just think there needs to. It was a really cool idea, and I, I mean, it does show that they're thinking about, in, you know, actually using this trophy count for something. Um, but it is yeah. very, you know, it's not very inclusive, um, which was my issue. And I've, I've got a lot of trophies, right? Yeah. And I couldn't even begin to bid on some of this stuff, or any of this stuff, in fact, besides the fact that it was only open to the states. But what I'd like to see them use trophies for is less on this bidding side of stuff, despite the fact that it was cool, but more on sort of, I said more on, (laughs) but (laughs) more on the fact that, you know, you've got, say, 2,000 trophies. Okay, that entitles you to uh, a free piece of DLC, a free avatar, or or whatever. And I know they've got PlayStation Plus, which offers you discounts on this, but when everyone's going to have PlayStation Plus to play online, the discounts really aren't so exclusive anymore, are they? So maybe this stuff should yeah. be trophy-related or achievement-related to a particular game. Yeah. So if, you, if you've if you got a certain trophy in a game, you get a hat for multiplayer. Um, I don't know, something things like that. Things like beta access, because that used to be, if you were a yes. member of PS Plus, you can get on a beta. Well, when everyone's got Plus, you can't just give everyone that's got a PS4 on the beta, because that's... To, yeah, to quote a, a line from The so, Incredibles, when everyone's super, no one will be. Exactly, yes. Mm. So the way I would say to that is you can then bid for your access to the beta. And it might not just be how many trophies you've got, but let's say it was Battlefield 4. The guy who platinumed Battlefield 3 has more of a chance of getting the beta. That's our good friend Nick. Um, Yeah, stuff like that. So it's good that they're looking into this and uh, they're obviously trying to figure out how it's going to work. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I like it. I do like it. It's a shame this guy can exploit the system so easily, but maybe that's... That the guy's proves... like 12 as well. Is he? Yeah, because he's, he's got a video on YouTube where... He's, he's not he's, even going to fit in that costume. He's <laughs> he's playing Call of Duty 5. 
you know, he's the guy that still plays Call of Duty 5 on PlayStation. That's because he, it's like hacked as shit. It's right. hacked so much that you can open up a menu and choose what you want. You can open up a custom menu on PlayStation for Call of Duty 5 and you can pick God Mode, Infinite Ammo, you can pick Dogs, you can oh, call in Dogs by clicking a button. Doesn't that sound fun for everyone? I don't understand why people cheat. I think that maybe you get to a certain age where you realise that what's the point? Um, yeah. And at the moment, because there's so many kids that play Call of Duty and crap, they just don't understand that it's pointless. Yeah. My little brother was exactly the same playing Call of Duty World of War, because obviously he's, he's of an appropriate age to play Call of Duty. Um, and he used to do that sort of stuff all the time as well. I don't know if he was opening menus, but he certainly had the stuff like the multicoloured names and and stuff like that, which I wouldn't even begin to bother to look for because I just don't care. No. Um, but yeah, the, this sort of stuff, the fact that you can hack trophies, well, obviously that proves that not only Sony needs to, you know, crack down on, on that sort of thing, but it also proves that maybe the, the, the trophy usage for bidding on real world items mm -hmm. isn't such a good idea. Yep. It should just entitle you for things like free stuff in games or discounts or whatever. So yeah, I really like the system. It wouldn't so. even be difficult to crack down on it though, because all you'd have to do is have an algorithm <laughs> that searches for people that f that have more than a thousand trophies in a day unlock, and yes. just ban them from PSN forever. That's true. Or even people who have more than like uh, twenty trophies pop at the same time, and then yeah, you know, don't insta ban yeah. them, but yeah. you can look into it to see if it is legit. Because it is possible some games, you know, you can really stack those, so they, you know, you get a load pop at the end of a game. But yeah. Um, yeah, that that that's that's a shame. This guy took the piss, really. But I imagine there were a lot of other people trying to take the piss as well. So there we are. Next question. Uh, this is from our good friends over at the PlayStation Show UK. This isn't actually a question, but just a lovely email. Hi, bitches. It's off to a good start. Little lovely Birdie <laughs> told us that PlayStation Radio UK is reaching its 50th episode. This is a great achievement, guys. And from us here over at the PlayStation Show UK, may we congratulate you on reaching this amazing milestone. We love what you guys do, so please keep up the great work. And here is to your next big milestone, episode 69. Okay, maybe not a milestone, but you have to celebrate the 69. Take care, bitches. All of our love. Zonal, Don, and Bod, the PlayStation Show UK. Thanks, guys. And they've got their 100th episode very soon. Yes. Very, very, very soon. So you should yes. go and give them a courtesy listen, because they've <clears> earned it. <throat> Thanks, guys. We have actually got to episode 69 before. Yeah, places in chat. In a different time. Different, different time. Different, different dimension. Life. Different life. So Mira Rafiq emails in. The best name. Yeah. Um, and what what Disney film was it where Rafiki was a person? Oh, that was the monkey, wasn't it, from The Lion King? I don't know. Oh, yeah, the... Um, not monkey, it's a... The baboon? Baboon, yeah. Yeah. So Mira Rafiq writes in. He's a human, not a baboon. <laughs> He's a simian um, man. He says, um, what are your three favourite gaming characters? Mine are Nathan Drake, Master Chief... Kratos. Yay! Special mention for Silas Greaves and Call of Juarez. <laughs> and that's it. Uh, that's Samir's three uh, list of three. Thanks, Samir. Yeah. I find these these questions impossible. The your favourite moments, your favourite characters, your your favourite kind of things. So, what I've done is I kind of bended the rules here, and I've chosen. The three people I've chosen are from the three different generations of home console for Sony. And they just happen to be people that stand at the forefront of my mind. 
Hmm. At the moment, because I don't, I don't really want to choose, because it's difficult. Um, but I suppose I've, I've tried to choose, apart from the first one, which is super obvious, I've tried to choose people that may, you know, maybe not everyone else would think of choosing. Okay. Um, but my first one is Cloud from Final Fantasy VII, who's a mopey asshole, but the his transformation from mopey asshole to whatever he's become at the end of the game is brilliant, and I really like him for that. What's your what's your first choice? Um, Joel. It's a good one. I think he's one of the one of the deepest characters in a game. The darkness and calm. So um, yeah. What's your second? Second choice. You want to join in? No, I don't know the words. What's your, what's your second choice? <sighs> you suck. Sergeant Cortez from Time Splitters. On PS2, okay. or Time Split is two and Future Perfect, to be honest, because he's highly comedic, and I really, really enjoyed those games very much. You know, he's going to be a, a, a very well-developed character when his first name is Sergeant. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he doesn't even have a first name; it's just Sergeant. It literally is. I don't know what his first name is. Sergeant Cortez. He had these weird little red goggles on, and he was sort of like Butch Manly Man, but. Uh, Although at least they made him out to be that in Time Splitters 2, which was a little bit more grounded. And then Future Perfect, they were just like, this guy looks like an idiot, let's just make him an idiot. And he was an idiot, and it was brilliant. Like me. Uh, kind of. Well, actually, you do look like an idiot. So Thanks. That's a good point. Smell um, my shoes. My second one was GLaDOS. I was going to put Big Boss in here, but then I thought, if Big Boss was one of my favourite characters, I would have played Peace Walker by now. <laughs> so, um, so GLaDOS from uh, Portal. That's a good one. Wheatley up there at all? Um, As in, compared to GLaDOS, not on your list? I don't know. I mean, he was funny. But I prefer GLaDOS as a character. Like, I mean, if there was going to be a third Portal game, I would expect to find GLaDOS, but not Wheatley. She's even in Pacific Rim. Is she? Yeah, she's the voice of the computer. Huh. Exact same one. Wow. Yeah, with the same effect and everything. It's a bit um, much. Apparently, I think, is it Guillermo del Toro, is it, that made that film? Don't know. I think he's a big fan of Portal or something, so he even asked Valve if he could. Isn't he the guy that was meeting up with um, Hideo Kojima? I don't know, actually. I think he was. I think he is a gamer. There we are. Maybe he is. Uh, my third one, which is... I don't think I'm going to take a lot of people by surprise, because it's like... I like him as a character, but it's such a minor thing to go on a favourites list. But as I said, this is just, you know... I like this guy, and I don't think many other people do, which is a shame. Zaid Masani from Mass Effect 2. Uh, this guy was this, Was he, he was the assassin the, that was DLC? He, yeah, yeah, the, the huh. guy with the fucked up face. He was he was like one of my favourite characters and he was so, I mean, I, I was, I was going to say so underdeveloped, but he's, I mean, he's well developed. You have like a mission where you get to better understand him, but I just like, I just like what he brung to the team because there weren't really many badasses on the team, just like, yeah. like you know what games you, this is like. my job. Sorry? Do you know what games you'd like? What's that? Gears of War. <laughs> because you seem to like these sergeants that are like, they wear the power armor, kind of faceless arseholes. He doesn't wear power armor. <laughs> no, he's just got this yellow costume on. <laughs> he's just got his yellow, he's got his yellow shoulder protector and that's it. But the guy who played Zaid uh, is actually dead now. Really? Yeah, he died last year, I think. That's which sad. is a real shame. Um, but yeah, I thought he was a brilliant character. It was cool to see him again in Mass Effect 3, even if it was for a little bit. Uh, was he in Mass Effect 3? I can't even remember. Because him and Kasumi were DLC for Mass Effect 2. I can't remember if they showed up again in Mass Effect 3. 
Is Kasumi alive? Kasumi? I think so. Okay. Because otherwise there might have been some kind of like little... Well, it depends. If she died at the end of Mass Effect 2, she wouldn't be in Mass no, I mean, Effect No, I mean the voice actor. Oh, no, I think she's still alive as far as I'm okay. aware. But yeah, Zaid, that was that was a shame that his voice actor's dead because I really liked him as a character and it's a shame yeah. that he's uh, he's gone. What about you? My final one, my final choice, is Solaire from Dark Souls. <laughs> this is my suggestion. Yeah. Um, I love him. He's love my favourite person. Yeah. And he's there's all this like, kind of conspiracy surrounding him. Is he... Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really fascinating lore. Do you want to tell a little bit is about Is he it? the lost son of Gwen? Who and is? there is no answer. We're never going to know. He might be. And Gwen, Gwen was like, um, he was like the, the god king of uh, Lordran. Yeah, because people who initially just look at Dark Souls or Demon Souls, to the untrained eye, it may seem like there's absolutely no narrative going on there whatsoever. And you're partly right, but there is a, oh, yeah. it's a hugely rich world. And you don't, I mean, you can't blame people for, for not understanding what's going on, but there's a brilliant video series that Simon showed me. What's it called? Prepare to cry. Prepare to cry. And you will. And it does. It does a little. That video. A, it does a little bio on each of the characters, sort of each of the bosses or people, prominent people in, in yeah. Dark Souls, and it's it's absolutely fascinating because this guy's really done his research and it, it all makes sense. But um, what's what I love about Dark Souls though is that you're not meant to know that there's this kind of rich storyline going on. Because it's the only game I know of, apart from maybe Demon Souls. I've not even, I've not read into any of the lore of that game. But it's like a puzzle. So you play the game, and then you, you can play it again because you want to, because the gameplay is amazing. And then you can play it a third and a fourth and a fifth time just to figure out the storyline and and kind of unveil it like a puzzle and go onto the forums and, and type your ideas to other people. Yeah. It's really cool. So those are those are our three favourites. Yeah. Thanks, Samir. Thank you, Samir. This is from our friend Miles Fowl. It says, Hey guys, congrats on the 50th episode. Here are some questions. Question one. If you could replace your co-host with a gaming character, who would you like to have? Um, well, you you kind of gave me this idea. Oh, and, uh, oh no. He's, he's, he's from a lovely game. It's like a 2D Minecraft, and his name is... Because um, how good would it be to just have a blue blob on the uh, on the end of a microphone? This is 97.1 FM PlayStation Radio UK. It is blah, 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 blah. I'm Ben. Joining me this week is... Blah, 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 blah. Is that your, your, your um, answer as well? <laughs> no, it's not. No. <laughs> this uh, this blah, blah, blah thing is from one of our Let's Start videos, Terraria, which is another reason you should go check us out on YouTube, because we're, we're just fucking great. Oh, toot my own horn. Honk. <laughs> my <laughs> replacement for you, Simon, will be Miranda. All right, Tess. Because, oh, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. And that's all the reason I'm going to give. Okay. <laughs> because you're <laughs> very question. religious. Yeah, Next question religious. is... Um, and I yeah. heard she is a woman of God. Yes. Once the tutorials and intro, etc. are over, what is the first thing you're going to do in GTA V? What are you going to do, Simon? I'm going to kill a whore. Oh, okay. It's not the first thing I do. Usually when... Uh, this isn't the first thing I do, but usually when, when you first find the less prostitutas, what you do is you have to get them in the car, right? And then you have to try and destroy one of the doors so it comes off. 
and then look in see, the car. See, I'm not really interested in that. I just see like, what's going on. I just, I, I only do it because it gets so much um, media attention. So I was think I like to find the best way to kill a whore in GTA. Okay. And I think what I'm gonna do this time yeah. is something that you could do in Stan and Trace, which is get them in the car uh-huh. and drive up to the top of a mountain oh, no. with a parachute. And uh, you jump out when it's in the air, but she doesn't. And then you just follow the car as it rolls down the hill. And uh, and then you look and find the, you find the burnt corpse at the bottom of the hill. Nice, and pick up the $10. <laughs> Not even, because it usually doesn't doesn't let you. Couldn't you just drive car. cars in front of trains and stuff? In, in, uh, presumably, in yeah. So, yeah, I think I remember... I think I remember that happening. Or a few what times. if you take a whore into a submarine and take them down to like a like a like a shipwreck? Because you can do submarines? that in GTA Five. Oh really? There's submarines, yeah, but I don't know if you can <laughs> just pick bring up her with you. Pick up a mermaid. <laughs> Maybe. Well, who knows? Yeah. I, t- I don't. The first thing I do in GTA is actually just have a drive around. Oh, you poor you took, bastard! You took the piss out of me last time. I said that as well. Yep. I, I would forgot have you drive said that. Around because no wonder I forgot. I. <laughs> I just want to get the lay of the land, you know, just have a little drive about, look at things. Usually I'd go and find like a, a customization outlet where I oh, could ever mess around with my character and see what's going on. And then uh, and then head back to do a mission. That's what I like to do. Oh, well, <laughs> shove it up your dick. <laughs> Next question is, Ben. If you could change one thing about the last 50 episodes, what would it be? Um, how long it's taken? Uh, yeah, how regularly they were released is my. Is my All right, name. so the same thing. Yeah. Um, Sorry, guys. We, uh, you know, this isn't what we do for our lives. So get off our back. Yeah, off my back before I slap. Um, now it's all said and done. What? Did The Last of Us beat Uncharted? Beats and in inverted commas. Uh, I've written here. Impossible to say. They're too different. I had more fun with Uncharted, but The Last of Us was more of an experience. See, I had more fun with The Last of Us. I enjoyed it more, and I think it's the better game. But at the same time, I I think they're completely different, and they can completely coexist, you know. Mm-hmm. But personally, because obviously it's a personal thing, The Last of Us for me. Last of Us. I can't choose. I can't well, choose. I like them both. What if um, what if you could drive around in The Last of Us and just pick up some shopping and customize yourself? Would that would that sell you on it, you big dildo? Well, just 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 have a drive around and look at. Yeah, things. you boring fuck. Yeah, that sounds great. Can I can I pick up some Murray mints from the shop? Basically, what you do in GTA Five is the same as what the AI does in GTA Five. Yeah. You're meant to be a human being. You know, I used to do podcasts while playing GTA Four, and I would drive around and stop at traffic lights and things. What the fuck? Yeah, that's what I used to do. I used to talk to you, fucker, and <laughs> some guy who I think might be dead now, and I used to drive around in GTA 4, and I would stop at traffic, and, you know, I would drive around as a normal law-abiding citizen, just, you know, while I talk. It was nice. It was it was good. I enjoyed it. It was very relaxing. Hmm. Um, if you weren't the UK's best gaming podcast, what would you be doing instead? the UK's uh, best fellatio podcast. I'd be doing the world's best gaming podcast. Get that around you. (laughs) What? Get that around you. (laughs) Next question, Ben. Mm. Sorry, hang on. You having a wee sip? Yeah, I was having a drink. 
Um, how many microphones, headsets, PCs and USB cables have you gone through in 50 episodes? Um, personally, you... I've gone through 50. 50? Um, every episode, I like to throw my microphone into my laptop. Like a rock star. Yeah. It's like um, the equivalent of dropping a mic at the end of like a a rant and like, you know, I've won, you drop the mic. Except yeah. at the end of the podcast, I just throw it. Just throw it. It's really expensive. Wow. Well, back to reality. I've been through <laughs> two PS3s, um, a laptop or a MacBook, I should say, uh, a USB headset or two USB sets, headsets, actually. Sets, sets. Sets, Two USB adapters for those headsets. Um, and now I've got this microphone here. Uh, but I don't really know if that counts as going through it. But yeah, a lot. A lot of money. Not f- just for the podcast, obviously, but uh, it's cost money. Cool. Have you? Do, do you have anything legitimate nope. to say? No? Okay. Will GTA 5 live up to the hype, or will yes. it fall short, as GTA 4 did in many people's eyes? No, it will live up. I think it will. exceed. Even if you look at the Ballad of Gay Tony, I think they know what people like. Yeah, they've learned. When will you do another live-ish episode? No idea. Uh, yeah, don't know for now. Maybe Eurogamer, <coughs> potentially. Not in a, We're not going to do one in a radio studio ever again. <coughs> Probably. Sorry for burping. Unless we actually do break in. Unless we l- literally break in, yeah. Yeah, we could go and stay at my ex-housemate's Andy's house for the weekend and just go then. But that, you know, effort for you. Yeah. Just a little drive. Will you ever finish the YouTube series you started on Siren Blood Curse? Nope. No. Nope. <laughs> What's the last question there, Ben? Uh, the last of Miles' questions, anyway. Hang on. He's got a couple more. Oh, no. Sum up the last 50 episodes in three words. Um, it's funny, because the, the next three words he says is love you, bye, and that would be a good way to sum up the last 50 episodes. If we were going to die. Yeah, but what I've said is... um. About fucking time. Intense genital fondling. <laughs> it's accurate. Pretty much. It's accurate. What's yeah. yours? About fucking time. Oh. Um, yeah, so he says love you bye. That's Miles Rubber Duck in 1986. Love you, Miles. Yeah. Tyler Summers. First of all, congratulations on making it to show 50. Thank you. This really is the only gaming-related podcast I listen to. That sucks for you. I enjoy the humour. Hum- I enjoy humour. Would you like I- some humours? <laughs> I enjoy the humour and the occasional skits. So keep up the good work. And now for the questions. Ben, what is your what favourite is gaming your favorite moment of gaming all time? Moment of our time? Our time. What is it? Uh, for me, it's difficult. Um, because obviously I like to play multiplayer with my friends, most of all. But they're not my best gaming moments because I hate them. Yeah, um, that's the problem with me too. But especially yeah. you. But... I think the best gaming moments are the ones that kind of make the hairs in the back of your neck stand up. So, like, MGS4 had that um, microwave. Um, It's not a spoiler. MGS3 had the fight in the flowers. No! Uh, Dark Souls, whenever you beat a boss and you're by yourself and you're praising the sun and you're, like, putting down messages that say, I did it. No! It's all good. Uh, The Last of Us ending, that was good. So what about you? What's your answer then? I actually have a definitive answer to this one. All right, that's weird. Um, it was finally taking down Sephiroth in the final battle. 
Is uh, that Final Fantasy VII? That's Final Fantasy VII. I'm learning. After well done. After an, a battle that lasted over an hour, and Sephiroth coming back in three different forms, which was nice. Directly like after one another. Seems like fun. Oh, it was great fun. But then straight afterwards, there were these. There were the credits, right? And they went on for fucking ages, and I didn't fucking know if there was going to be extra stuff at the end. So you didn't skip it. I didn't skip it. I was at a friend's house, and I had to go home. And there, there was, there was a lot of credits there, and I can't even remember what happened afterwards. But I have finished it since, so I know what happens. But yeah, beating Sephiroth was a big moment for me because that was the game that made me a gamer. Cool. Cool. Got a sore throat, man. That's alright. I love your throat. That's nice. Ew. What's to that? Sounds a bit sexual. I it love is. your throat. It's highly sexual. How did you guys meet each other? Why Christy did you guys start room. a podcast? Um, all those, both those questions are going to be answered in our documentary at the end Shit, there's a of documentary. the show. Yep, yeah. To give you, you know, just the tall and short of it, though, it was a Christian chat room and blackmail. Yep. Yeah. Can I uh, get my family back yet? <laughs> certainly not. Any funny or embarrassing childhood stories you would like to share? I could only think of one, and I know there's more. But the thing about being a child is you don't really remember much of it. No. Um, but there was one good one where, for some reason, me and my family were out on a walk, not far from where I lived just now, and uh, there's an electric fence, but it didn't look like an electric fence. You know how an electric fence usually has like a, a yellow sign on it? Sometimes. It's pretty obvious it's electric. If it's on the outside of the field, it should. Um, this one didn't, and it was just a wire, and... It didn't look electric at all, and I was climbing because I was small. For some reason, my family, they're fucking weird, they thought that there was a log that looked like a wolf, right? <laughs> and so my brother was chucking stones at it, and I was too small, I couldn't see it. Okay. So I started climbing this fence. I got to the top, and I put both hands onto this um, fence, and I got zapped across the road, <laughs> like, fell a mile away. And I was crying my eyes out because I was a little kid. And mum's like, oh, don't be stupid. I'm getting shouted at. Don't be stupid. It's not electric. Don't be fucking stupid. You know, all that crap. Right. And then she walks up to the fence and puts both hands on it, right? God damn <laughs> And basically everyone that was there starts, like, by choice, electrifying themselves because no one believes the other one wow. is electric. It's like how the dodos went out. <laughs> oh, funny times, Amazing. Though. Funny times. Amazing. Um... um I have a couple of stories, but I think I've told them before. I once killed a goldfish and hid it under a floppy hat. Oh, I told you what I did with, about that as well, didn't I? Yeah, we both we both killed both, goldfish. We both killed goldfish and hid them. But the way I killed mine was I, f I moved house and I forgot it was there. I went back <laughs> and it was floating and it was a white fish. It wasn't gold anymore. Oh dear, that's so sad. Um, uh, so I, you know, I I took it outside. I was taking it to the black bin. I don't know why I didn't flush it. Anyway, it was a much longer walk to the black bin than it was to the toilet. Um, so I was taking it to, taking it to the um, black bin, dustbin, and it fell just short of the bin. And you know, it's just, it's disgusting. It's like this fucking old fish. It's all floppy and dead. So you just kicked it under something. I kicked it under the bin. Okay. I just scooped it under the bin with my foot and walked away. Brilliant. And well, I regret that's... that so much. I was young at that time, but. You're a monster, uh, absolute yeah. monster. Yep. Uh, I also once cut off my sister's ponytail and tried to flush it down the toilet. That is fucked up. Yeah, that didn't didn't work. Did you cut it off? I did cut it off with scissors. The whole thing. Yeah, yeah. She was in on it. She was quite happy. She thought it was great fun. She was really? one. <laughs> no, she wasn't one. She was about two. Yeah, I was a I was a right little terror. 
You're such a dick. I'm speechless. <laughs> oh. Next time you're here, I'm going to cut off your ponytail as well. Christ. Simon's got a ponytail. Yeah, I've got. I'm like a Jedi. I've got a big thing. Jedi. Yep, I'm a Jedi. That's what's. That's a rat tail, though, isn't it? That the Jedis have. It's not though, because it's on the side of their head. It's just. It's disgusting looking though. Imagine how dirty and filthy that thing is. All right, calm down. Fucking cut it off. Clearly, the Jedi have insulted you at some point. You want to be taken seriously in society? Cut that shit off. Don't use a lightsaber. The Force doesn't even exist. Um. <laughs> That's another thing. How can, how can um, Han Solo like doubt the Force and the Jedi and stuff like that when he knows full it was, well that it was like less than a lifetime ago? Yeah, and Darth Vader exists as well, and surely he's seen what Darth Vader is aware of what Darth Vader has done. Yeah. What the fuck is wrong with that guy? Loser. Anyway, enough about Star Wars. Enough about that. What so, was the first game you ever played? <sighs> Turok. I think mine was some. It would have been a game on PC, like Windows 95. And yeah, I that's think, a good point, actually. I, I mine might be that as well. I think it was. A, I think it was a Sonic game. It's difficult to say. We were discussing this before we started. It's the same the as show. childhood memories. The problem with being a child is you don't remember it. Yeah, and also while you can name a lot of games you played very early in your childhood, it's difficult to pinpoint the first thing you played. But I have particularly prominent memories of playing Turok on the Nintendo 64. Unlucky. Yep, it's pretty bad. What song would you listen to before you die? Um, I would listen to Have a Nice Day by the Stereophonics. I think I would listen to Queen. Who wants to live forever? Bicycle! (laughs) Who wants to live forever? Yeah. That's a good one. Although every time I hear that song, I think, me, I want to live forever. Who doesn't? Forever young, just because it's a bit funny, ironic. Um, anyway, thanks for answering. Love you, bye. Thanks for sending them in, Tyler. Thanks, man. I think that's all the questions. It as is. Well. It Thank is. you, everybody, for your questions. Sorry, it's taken us quite so long to answer them, but they're all yeah. answered now. This is our fiftieth show. It's I, I can't even believe it. But uh, anyway, although Simon and I are in the England PSR UK office, the news team is actually having a separate party at their headquarters in Glasgow. So we thought we'd give them a call here for the 50th show. So I'll just find them here on Skype. There he is, McPinch69. And call. Hello? PSR UK News Team. We read the news so you don't have to. Who's the... Pick that phone, June, and get back in the cage, you idiot. Howdy doody. What? Hold on, I'm going somewhere quieter. Who the fuck's this? Hey, uh, Willie, it's Ben here. Ben who? I don't care any Bens. Your, your boss. I, I just wanted to see how everything was going and thank you for helping us get to 50 episodes. It's a shame you're stuck in the Scottish offices and couldn't be celebrating with uh, Simon and I. No problem. I'm doing ten times more party than you ever did. I'm sorry? None. Oh, hang on. Uh, Simon wants a word. Hey Willie, how's it going? How do you do today, sir? We're all behaving here. Good to hear. Is Mr. Big Nuts there at all? I'm afraid no, he's just in the bathroom at the moment. No, I am not! Go back inside before I rape you! Aye, he's just in the toilet. Send help! He does horrible things to us. I haven't seen something with nipples for weeks. 
Oh, that's a shame. Well, say hello to him for me. Big nuts! Get that! I thought you said he was on the toilet. I... But he's back just now. Oh. Holy breasts. Where is it? It's a stripper, Willie. Howdy, booby. Sir, you shouldn't have. Actually, that wasn't... Willie? Are you, are you still there? Well, she gave me this card. Mm. It says, look inside. Well, open her, open her. Whoa, that was in there deep. Put it in the player, put it in the player. Shut it, Bobby. I'm still going to hurt you for that stunt you pulled while I was on the phone. esteemed voice actor Richard McGonagall. And what I find goes best with a glass of brandy, open fireplace, and my best smoking jacket and slippers is a good episode of PlayStation Radio UK. You know you want to be like me. So go on. Get listening. Jeez, these tapes, man. They keep getting weirder Messed and weirder. Up. Messed up. Where are they um, coming from? Whoever's sending in fucking tape, tape cassettes just stop it's, it's creeping me out I'm I'm scared at least email them yeah don't be a pussy and send them in in text form yeah. where you don't have to show your voice exactly loser anyway this has been our 50th show we hope it has at least lived up to some of your expectations given the month long wait it's not it's really not it's uh, it's been quite wank but we will be doing a Gamescom special very soon. Well, I you're not going, you He's going to Gamescom. Bastard. Um, he, uh, he sucks, and he can shove it up his dick. And then we will be, be resuming normal podcasting very soon. Make sure you go check out our YouTube channel. We've just started a new series called Bring On, in which we basically just do a Let's Play, but with a slight twist in that we adopt personas. There's a bit of a narrative sometimes. There's a small narrative. We it's are a, playing fact, you know what? the third. Hmm? It's about the podcast, because we talk normally, and then occasionally... We do a, ske a sketch skit thing. No, we don't. That's us. That's like the real characters. I know. About? I was just joking. I was just, just a joke. Jeez, you nearly shattered that my entire universe. Yep. Fourth wall. YouTube, go check us out. We're, we're doing all we can on there. We're really trying to push out as much content as possible. So please support us. Even if you absolutely hate what you watch, just click the like button. You don't have to look at it. It's, you know, yeah. Every little helps. Um, Simon. Hey. Where can they get in touch with us? Go to our website playstationradio.co.uk and, and that's got everything on there it's got our Twitter, our Facebook our email, everything just fuck off go to the website yep and, uh, okay, that it? yeah thank you very much for listening everybody Simon, thank you love you, bye we've well, got coming up next a documentary, the, um, haven't we? yeah, we've got the documentary to go got a documentary, but love you, bye yeah, love you, bye hello I'm Esteban Thornton Smythe, a part-time documentary producer 
full-time Ponce Range Rover driving wanker and all-around nice chap. Today, we'll be looking at the history and origin of PlayStation Radio UK, as well as some of the reasons why people listen to this horrific podcast. But before delving into the science of the human mind and analyzing what sort of head trauma has to occur in order for someone to enjoy PSI UK, we must first go back four years to 2009. It was around this time that, hoping to start a PlayStation podcast, a young Scottish thing posted a plea on iTunes. Surprisingly, he got two replies, one from a porn-crazed teenager who was promptly unfriended after numerous gifts of pearl necklaces and bukkake images were sent over PSN. The second, slightly less strung-up individual was Ben, a down-to-earth Oxfordian from Oxford, Oxfordshire. With his smooth voice and jet-white hair, he was soon to be the other half of PlayStation Chat. With my smooth voice and jet-white hair, I was soon to be the other half of PlayStation Chat. It was during 2009 that not only did PSC launch, but also got its first listeners. Probably two, maybe three. It took a good 20 episodes before any real stride was reached, but once the winning formula was found, things took off at the speed of a monkey on roller skates. Fast. Before long, there was memes, jokes, and even a third host. One of the two listeners that they had had at the time came on for a guest appearance. Things went well, and it was decided that Zippy Patrick of Christchurch, which is where he lives, would become the third host. These were the glory days of PlayStation Chat, and the two surviving hosts will still remember them fondly. Go! Holy shit. Holy shit, you are loud then. I think I just made fun of my own accent. I think you did, what are you doing? What are you doing? Oh! 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 For the pride of Scotland, we will bundle our old into the back of unmarked No, I told you, I told you. I guess I'll leave this voicemail because... Okay. I you. Bye. It was after this great success that PSG was struck down in its prime. On the 3rd of August 2011, PlayStation Chat died from a long battle with a disease known as Not Enoughus Lysonorus. Yo, dearly beloved, it's me, Naaman Jaden, FBI. We're gathered here to celebrate the life of PlayStation Chat Podcast. 
conceived March 30th, 2009, born June 16th, 2009, which last week perished in an unfortunate accident in which many puppies were seriously harmed, but none killed. While its body is gone, its soul lives forever. So I'd like to invite friends of the deceased to come forward and pay their respects. But a few months later, from the ashes of its smoldering corpse rose a greater and more magical show than PSG could ever have been. PlayStation Radio UK had been a long time coming. It was as if PlayStation Chat had grown up, matured, and it found its soul and it meant business. A full-time news team was employed, and the three hosts were onto something good. More voice actors were interviewed, and more and more people began to listen to the weekly radio show. There were live shows, kinda. And before long, radio just wasn't enough. The guys spread like HIV through the internet. YouTube would be their next victim, but when things were looking so good that surely nothing could go wrong, one of the hosts disappeared. It isn't knowing where he went. It isn't knowing if he is still alive. But Patrick of Christchurch, which is where he lives, disappeared. Sure, it took Ben and Simon a while to notice he was gone. And they didn't really care too much. But seriously, what the fuck happened? It is at this stage that the documentary must be put on hold because PSRUK is not dead. It continues to bring happiness to nutters all over the world. It forms friendships and ruins marriages. It spreads filth and disease to every corner of the gaming world. And we thank you, the listener and friend of the show, for keeping us going. So, without further ado, here are a handful of your favorite moments, as well as a sprinkling of what we think to be the best. Hi guys, it's Miles Rubberduck1986 here, and uh, my favourite moment of PSR UK has to be this. Um, I was a listener of your old show, PlayStation Chat, and I was obviously devastated when it came to an end. Um, I was so sad, in fact, that I uh, never unsubscribed from the old feed, which means that I was one of the very first people in the world to hear the huge announcement you did for the birth of PlayStation Radio UK when you found the new studio and you powered it up and uh, you released that little um, couple minute uh, sound clip which uh, was really really cool. No, really, you're gonna love it. That's all very well, but are you sure our listener base and wider circle of podcasting friends won't be a little bit annoyed at us for lying directly to their ear holes and essentially, well, alienating them? Mm. Nah, they'll understand. Well, what do you think? This is our new studio? Well, yeah, it's all I could get for our money. What money? Exactly. Ah. It's not that bad, though. Right? Simon, it's a cupboard. A cupboard with severe damp rot, I'll give you that. It also appears to have a tramp in one of the corners, one of the small corners. All about a foot away from each other. It's not a very big room, but I'm trying to get across to you. He appears to have soiled himself as well, just so you know. Well, what can I do for ya? Yeah, please leave. Didn't like it here anyway. Where's Zippy? I thought he was coming with you. Well, I thought so too. 
Sorry guys, better late than uh Wow, is, is this it? Tada Fuck off, Ben. Well, uh I gotta say, when you said we were rebranding, I thought it would be a little uh grander than this. Yup. Shut it. But I guess we gotta make the most out of it. Thank you. So how do we work this thing? Try this button here. Oh, oh shit! God, turn it off. That one there, try that. Ugh. Hang on, I'm trying to fix it. Ah, Jesus. Ah. Cunts. What now? Well, there's only one other button. Cheap piece of shit. At least we don't have to go through any more of that. Yeah. We ready? Five. Four, three, three two, two, one. one. Let's do this. Um, that first episode and everything after has been pure gold, and I'm proud to say that I listen to you guys every single episode. Uh, massive congratulations on the 50th episode, and here's to another 50. Love you. Bye. Hi, I'm Martin Freeman. It's been a very funny and entertaining road to show 50. When I was asked for my favourite episode, it's fairly difficult. However, I have to say, the best episode that has made me almost keel over and die has to be Raver Whoop. Having a weird Scotsman sound like he was having a bottle of mead anally inserted with no help of lubrication was just hilarious. Since listening to this, I've been known as the guy who lost at himself in the office. The voice acting was brilliant from Ben, as ever, which has led me to listen to this episode five times now between podcasts. Hey, this is Dave, better known as Fingerbum or Daver. Wishing you all the best on your 50th fucking episode. Uh, if I had to pull a special memory from the PSR UK library, would have to be episode 5, Raverwoo, where uh, Simon lost his shit in the Raverwoo sketch. Anyway, all the best, and here's to 50 more. Hello everybody, my name is Tyler Summers, and these are some of my favorite PlayStation Radio UK moments. Uh, number one is the Riverwood skit, featuring Ben and Simon. Hilarious stuff right there. That was from show number five, Raverwood. This is an ode to Skyrim's truest sons and daughters, the Stormcloaks. Hey, what's up? Hello, how have you been? Not bad. Can you get me some meat? Uh, I've got no coin. Well, I suppose it's my turn then. <laughs> Thank you, you're don't, so generous. Don't you laugh at me. Okay, here you go. Drink up, we have much to discuss. So, have you been? Uh, well, man. You know, I recently moved here with my wife from Wi from Weaverwood. <laughs> Don't laugh at me. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> I recently moved here with my wife from Waverweed. <laughs> composure, composure. You know my wife. You know she's from Waverweed. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
Okay. Oh. I bought you a drink. You're going to stop laughing at me. Oh my god. Will stop you calm it. down? Okay, so, recently moved here, as you know, from Waverweed with my wife. <laughs> yes. Okay, stop okay. it. Okay, do it again. <sighs> so, I recently moved here with my wife. <laughs> She's from Waverweed. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is that? I can't breathe. Oh god. Okay. Uh, and my second favorite moment is Ben's cover of Mad World from show number 28, Heart of Gold. And until next time, it's a mad world. Am I really doing this? Yeah. Okay. Their tears are filling up their glasses. No expression. No expression. Hide my head, I want to drown my sorrow. No tomorrow, no tomorrow And I find it kind of funny, I find it kind of sad <laughs> The dreams in which I'm dying are the best I've ever had I find it hard to tell you, I find it hard to day When people run in circles, it's a very, very Mad world. <laughs> Mad world. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Absolutely hilarious stuff right there. Had me in tears. So good. And actually, I have one more. Uh, and it is Patrick's amazing five second song from show number 36 for Oliver. That was absolutely hilarious. And now. A very young and exciting performer by the name of Patrick McClellan with his debut work, What I Did in Five Minutes. wonderfully unconventional way to start a concert. Oh, I couldn't agree more, and I'm sure we'll be hearing a lot more from him in the future. So those were my favorite PlayStation Radio UK moments. Hi guys, Daniel here. I listen to PlayStation Radio UK because I've been listening to you guys, Ben, Simon, and sometimes Zippy since 2009. I got a, an iPod that year, and I didn't know what to get, so I searched for PlayStation Podcasts. And you guys came up, but didn't really understand any of the jokes. As I was 11, didn't really understand it because I was a bit young. But over time, I got older, started loving you guys more and more. I'm now 15, and I class you guys as a huge part of my childhood growing up. First mate Simon, it is I, Blackbeard, you know, from the deck. Hi, Captain. It's windy. I can't hold on. Sorry? Put up the mainsail. That's my, that's what I say, that's mine. I'll, you... I'll put up the mainsail. <laughs> Be safe. Do you have a proper union representative? No. Well, then I'd better do it. I demand parley with down, the captain. Down you come. Here, oh, hello. Uh, there you go, pardon me. Oh, it's windy up here, Simon. 
That's your pirate name, right? <laughs> they so call they all... me Simon the Sea Legs. Oh, oh they do. <laughs> and they, yeah. And I'm Blackbeard, because... Ben the I'm, Blackbeard. I'm black and I have a beard. <laughs> That's how it is. We trade bananas on the seven seas. Yes, but like badasses. Like we fire them out of cannons at people and hope they give us money. It's like Donkey Kong with pirate ship. <laughs> we don't make a lot of money. Here comes the mainsail, Simon. Oh, ow. <laughs> Are you okay? You landed on my head. I did. I haven't gone anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Remember to buy Assassin's Creed 4 uh, Black Flag. I have a make on an arm, okay? Oh, oh no, what's that? Shit! It's fallen! What happened? Uh, are you okay? Yeah, just edit this out, please. Can't have hang on, hang on, we need to make the most of this opportunity. Did the sail fall on you? <laughs> mate! Aye, Captain! Throw us a line! I'm in the water! <laughs> no, you're right. <laughs> Come back here with the boat. So I listen to the PlayStation UK radio podcast mainly because of Simon. He's got a tremendous voice and a lovely accent. I just love his accent. Um... Uh, I don't really have a favorite podcast moment, but I did enjoy the recent podcast about uh, Simon's uh, internship at GameSpot and uh, Ben's uh, raging jealousy about it. <laughs> Just kidding, Ben. Uh, I think you guys are doing a fantastic job and keep up the good work. Cheers. Um, yeah, so I'm walking up the bridge and he's like, are you going to heaven? And I thought, what the fuck? Is he one of these weird religious guys that, like, I don't want to say I don't believe in God because then you're like, you're not going to heaven and throw me into the Thames. <laughs> should have um, just thrown him in the hand. In, in the should have. I should have. <laughs> anyway, Where's your yeah. God now? <laughs> Is he helping you swim? <laughs> um, so I said, I don't know, and laughed. And then he said, because there's, there's a three-hour queue, and that's when I remembered heaven was the gay club opposite right. Players Bar. So I said, I don't know. And then he said, there's a 3 or So I just kind of went, well, probably not then. And then he must have assumed that I was gay because I said, probably not. So then he said, you're really sexy. Do you want to come back to my place? Wow. Did he yeah. actually say that? He said those exact words. That is amazing. Yeah. I bet it made you feel really good. It did, but only after I got away from that, that conversation and with my oh. life. You should have said, sorry, I'm a massive homophobe. I've got to go. <laughs> Hello, PSRUK. This is Plank Fan coming at you all over your face to congratulate you guys on 50 episodes of your podcast, man. That's 50 times your soothing foreign voices have imparted video game wisdom and knowledge unto me. Why is there snow here? That doesn't make sense. It's because I put it there because I kept falling down these bloody holes. Blub! Blubber! Blubber! Blue blubber! <laughs> Cue the blue blubber. Blubber. <laughs> I'm on a 32-bit float. Oh, that's nice. Where does it say that? Oh, so am I. Where? Oh. I can't see you. Oh. <laughs> yeah, paddle over to me. Here I come. Sound effects, 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 sound effects,
some really nasty ones and bleep okay. them over. Okay. Well, Simon, I think you're a fucking cunty w and I hope you die in a <laughs> you fucking twat. I hate you. I hate you so much. You're such a fucker. Jesus. <laughs> I didn't. Say... <laughs> oh, that's gonna sound so good. I didn't say direct them at me. <laughs> that was really horrible. And I mean, even though I'm American, I can only really understand every eh, tenth word you guys are saying in your accents. I assume this information translates over into America. Who's to say that? And finally, have you guys ever considered doing an entire podcast just in your your alternate news persona personalities? Because I would most definitely listen to that. A detective who wants to know only one answer. How did he die? How do you do, do? Inspector McPinch, mind if I take a look around? He's battled the gangs. Never should I. Never should I. Never should I. Never should I. He's battled the drugs. I'm so high. I'm so high. I'm so high. But now he battles from the homicide desk, unraveling mystery after mystery. How did he die? How did he die? How did he die? It's Inspector. How did he die? He's dead. How did he die? He can't talk. And along with homicide, he'll have to battle himself. How did, how did he die? How, how did he die? How, how did he die? How did you die? How did you die? All that and more on AMC's Inspector McPinch tonight, 9 p.m. Central. How did you die? Yesterday's headlines. DuckTales HD is coming to your mum. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Stop it, man. DuckTales HD is coming in your... In... <laughs> you really fucked me up. <laughs> DuckTales HD... DuckTales HD is coming this August. Now, an exclusive interview with creator of Metal Gear Solid, Hideo Kojima. So this week, Hideo, you said regarding MGS5, we'll have to make it. Do you plan to be as involved as you were with earlier games for this title? Uh, as far as my involvement in the project is concerned, it probably won't be as much as it was with MGS1. Maybe I can do just one stage, ha 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 ha. Oh, I can't, I can't <laughs> no, that's see. a bit Come far, on. that's a bit far. <laughs> <laughs> I can't you sound like that. the fucking people from Star Wars Episode 1. Uh, the Jedi's have infiltrated. <laughs> the Commando. After revelations, Kawada envisions Capcom focusing more on the horror aspect uh, and the Firu in the series. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, did you get it out? Weirdly though, update 3.40 will also get rid of life and fold it life <laughs> and will probably kill you. <laughs> I'm dying. Okay, do it again. And the PS3 could be coming in 2013. How do you do they? I'm Willie McPinch. PS4. PS4. And the PS4 could be coming in 2013. <laughs> you still have to think about it. <laughs> How did I'm William McPinch. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't want to do this to you. Come on. <laughs> 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 How do you do this? I'm Willie McPinch. RJ Barge. Stop it. How do you do I'm Willie McPinch. How do you do I'm Willie McPinch. Do 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 do. successful. Do 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 do. Do 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 do. Panky panky. I'm Willie McPinch, and until next time, I'm gonna play soggy biscuit at the local nursery. Oh, that's dark. <laughs> Anyways, guys, congrats on 50 episodes, and I'm looking forward to 50 more, man. Plank fan out. Hey there, PSRUK crew. This is certainly here just saying congrats on making it to your 50th episode. It took a while, but hey, at least finally got there. But man, looking back and revisiting some of like your old episodes, you guys sure had a lot of amazing and like fantastic moments. And I can't remember what episode title it is. I have it on my computer, but I believe it's like episode 80, 86 maybe of um, PlayStation Chat, which is, you know, before you guys went on that like six month hiatus and you guys rebooted and made the whole um, PlayStation Radio uh, concept. But it was um, episode 80, 86 or something. It was um, Cuddy Stitchkin's Toy from Lockhart's. Hi there! Have you ever wanted something cuddly? So cuddly! Do you like stitches or kins? Kinny Stitchkinskins. Do you love Bugs Bunny? Bunny bun 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 buns. How about toys? Toys. I love the toys. Oh, no, 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 no. Then you'll love this cuddly Stitchkins bunny toy from Lockwood. And if you don't, I'll eat your kids. Again, happy 50th episode, and hopefully you see another 50 more. Alright then. Love you. Bye. Hey guys, this is Phil from Cincinnati, Ohio, United States, planet Earth. Thank you so much for 50 episodes of great gaming, podcasting, uh, humor, serious chat. I think it's an absolutely fantastic show. It's the only gaming podcast I listen to these days. I really enjoy the dynamic between you three. I I think it's just the greatest. Uh, I mainly listen for the humor these days because I just think you guys are funny. Um, I think the funniest moment, though, in the show was a moment in which you guys were talking about Dark Souls on episode 40, uh, entitled Texting Mark. I think it was aired back in March. Ben said something while Simon was describing a very specific uh, mask in Dark Souls, and uh, just the way he said it just struck me as very funny. And it was sort of in the background and glossed over, but I caught it, and it was very funny. So I'm going to play a quick clip of it, because I hope that somebody else finds this as funny as I did. I don't know why it struck me as so funny, but it just did. So here it is, a Gossamer Curtain. There's a different costumes you can get. One of them is a black leather costume. And for the woman character, instead of a mask, you just get like this little kind of veil that goes over the nose and comes out the mouth. You get that for the man as well. Yeah, but with the man, it's like a like tight, like a scarf. But with the woman, oh. it's like a semi-see-through bit of, you know, like a, like a bride wears when they're getting a married. A Gossamer Curtain. So um, with mine, because it had a massive nose, it just looked like it was covering up. <laughs> so there you have it. That's my favorite moment of the show so far. A Gothamer curtain. So anyway, congratulations again on 50 episodes well done. Hope to hear more from you guys in the future. And thank you so much for what you do. And as always, love you, bye. A Gothamer curtain. Hello. My name is Jonathan Goff. Or you can call me Goffballs. 
Okay, so my, my favorite episode would probably have to be when you guys interviewed Leonor Cannon. Should I sound more enthusiastic about that? Like, okay, let's try that. My favorite episode would have to be the interview with Leonor Cannon, guys. Whatever, dude. Anamanaguchi. I'll give you some kisses if you want. That's gay as fuck. But if you want it, I'll totally give it to you. It's fine with me. Love you, boy! Now I have to end it. Give me a second. Hey, I just met you. This is crazy. But here's my asshole. Finger me, maybe. It's hard to look right. At you, baby. But here's my asshole. Finger me, maybe. It's hard to look right. At you, baby. But here's my asshole. Finger me, maybe. Hey, I just met you. And this is crazy. But here's my asshole. Finger me, maybe. You got it ready me. You gotta do it. You got it ready me. You got it ready me. You got it ready me. You know how to spot the signs of having a stroke. <laughs> oh, you got it ready me. Oh, fucking hell. You got it ready me. Have you seen the uh, X-ray of Woody inside someone's arse? Nobody's dead in you. It's just captioned. You got a friend of me. Got a friend in me. You got a friend in me. So it's very mental illness, isn't it? It is. That's that singing voice. Somebody someplace My someplace Is it be Your love made it all Worth podcasting For someone Like you When I wake up well, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who wakes up next to you. When I go out, 
Yeah, I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who goes along with you. If I get drunk, well I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who gets drunk next to you. I never haver, yeah I know I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be the man who's havering to you. I would walk 500 miles and I would walk 500 more Just to be the man who walked a thousand miles to fall then at your door Woo! Alright, nice one! Yeah! I am totally creeped out by those weird messages, though. I just like the attention, to be honest. Really? You're not even a little bit disturbed? Nope. I killed Patrick today. He's Wait. Dead. Do you, I didn't mean to do do you hear that? Happened. I think it's coming from in here. Hey, this is Troy Baker. Troy? It's just... Simon, it's Troy Baker. What? Troy? I thought you were in America. What are you... What are you doing here? This is Solid Snake. What the f- what the f- what? Are you both in what? our cupboard? What, what are you guys doing in our cupboard? Well, what the fuck? I can't believe these guys are in our- I'm esteemed voice actor Richard McGonagall. Richard McGonagall as well. Oh Look my god. Unbelievable. Look yeah. at these guys. They're just oh, all on man. top of each other. They're, they're just sat- they're just stacked. Stacked. I'm Commander Shepard. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> what is going on in here? There are uh, four Simon. people and none what? of them have clothes on. What a strange thing is happening. Jesus. Oh my goodness. What what are you guys all doing in here? More importantly, was it you recording the creepy messages? Wait, don't go. So it was them. God damn it. Do you reckon they really have Patrick tied up somewhere? Guys! Guys, say nothing if Patrick is dead. Well, I suppose that settles it.